We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my darling, my soul sibling. I hope you're feeling happy and solid and centered within yourself. And if you're not, that's why we do this show, Journey to Center, to help you relax, align, and get clarity in your own life. So I'm pretty sure you've heard this saying, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Pretty sure God had a chuckle or two on my behalf as I made my plans that my intentions and packed my bags to head west to California to become a model and an actress many, many years ago. And after banging my head against the wall and getting beat up by life, I finally surrendered and uttered one of the most powerful prayers we can ever say. God, I give up. You decide, thy will be done. And boy, am I grateful I did. Today, I'm an author, artist, philanthropist, and I'm obsessed with my horses. I'm finally in my joy because I'm living a life aligned with my soul. And I'm thrilled to be spending time with you and sharing another soul-aligned spiritual seeker and teacher, Danny McFarlane. He's a life coach, actor, podcast host, writer, director, and all around amazing human being. Danny McFarlane is a retired decorated deputy sheriff for the Sacramento Sheriff's Department who was nearly killed and permanently disabled in the line of duty where he suffered multiple traumatic injuries. He was awarded the Bronze Star for Bravery and the Purple Heart. After a decade of being immersed in allopathic medicine with no improvement, he chose to explore holistic healing and finally experienced healing. He was then inspired to attend the University of Santa Monica and obtain his master's degree in spiritual psychology. Danny then began a successful life coaching business supporting his clients with a combination of spiritual psychology and clearing blockages and traumas as an energy worker. Danny's journey into acting has been wildly successful in a very short period of time. Recently, he starred as one of the leads in an episode for 37 Problems on Amazon Prime which he also co-wrote and co-directed. Danny often jokes about how playing a cop on TV is much safer because if he messes up, he gets another take. Danny is also a podcast host and has created a social, emotional, personal growth program for underprivileged middle school children in the Los Angeles area. Danny's journey has been a process in deepening in his own empathy and unconditional love and perceives his life's purpose to stimulate empathy and compassion in the world. So Danny, thank you for saying yes to a second interview with us here on Journey to Center. So happy to be back. Thank you so much. Just seems there's so much to talk about. I'm just so grateful to be in your presence and um, having this conversation because just like I'm astonished by the journey you've been on and where you are at. And I'm so grateful. I would imagine for a period of time, you felt very, very alone and very confused about life. And I imagine it took a lot of courage to keep taking each next step and opening your heart. And I just want to acknowledge and commend you. And uh, I'm your energetic cheerleader as billions of angels are. So just, I just bow in gratitude and reverence to your journey. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So I'd like to hear a little bit more about um, some of the steps you took to go from where you were feeling like um, 
just confused and disempowered to where you are now being the, what I would call um, the all around empowered masculine man. Just a small question. I hope you can answer that in about a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Oh my goodness. Great, great, great question. So where where the the shift and change started with me is I met an amazing holistic practitioner and and we, of course, I was incredibly skeptical coming from a law enforcement background. I'm, I'm used to people hustling me, trying to pull scams. But at this point, I've exhausted uh, all the steps that I had. I was on uh, 10 plus different medications for different types of pains and issues and challenges I was going through. And for me, uh, that was unacceptable. And I just knew I had, I had to find a way out. And so that amount of discomfort it gave me the opportunity to try and step into something that normally would not have been something I went to. And we, we did a form of energy work that's more spe- more specific to something that she's designed and created over the years. But I'll just say it's like a combination of uh, psychokinesiology, but working on the conscious and subconscious mind, mm-hmm. uh, using muscle testing, and we'd be going in uh, clear blockages and traumas. So whether they're emotional, psychological, spiritual, mental, physical, mm-hmm. and so forth. And and it was through this process of um, connecting with the body. See, the body is remembers everything, whether we do on a conscious level or not. So checking in with the body, you're able to identify things that maybe are disconnected or connected in the wrong ways, and you're able to start relining the body. And now the body is naturally designed to regenerate and to heal itself. Mm-hmm. So if it's not, the question is, okay, well, what's going on? Where's the disconnect? And uh, a way, that, a real lame way that I, which, which I like for me, <laughs> it's really simplistic ways to relate to things. At the time I, I thought of it as like a computer and, if I were to buy a new computer, it's super fast. I can access all my files. But then as I go through time, as I go through life, it starts to bog down. Maybe I can't access certain files. Maybe I run a virus check, it identifies, it clears it. And sometimes I run a virus check and it, and it comes back clean, but it's just disconnected from that file. So mm-hmm. very similar to the body is sometimes it's not connected in a way that is able to identify what the issue is. So it's not able to do its job. So using the type of work that I did was going in and clearing the things that were in the way, the blockages and traumas, reconnect the realigning the body. So in a way it was the heat, the body that's healing itself rather than like a healer in the sense of healing. It, it was more like she was a facilitator for me and realigning the body so that it can do its own job. Yes. I love that. And it, it seems to me, I don't know if you're, the spiritual awakening was happening through this process or did that happen later? How did that happen? Because it's like, as you were healing physically, it seems like you also ended up doing a lot of healing emotionally and spiritually. Is that accurate? Yes. And so it was a great question. So she was also able to do much of that in clearing it, but it was really a beautiful, as far as that journey went. So here I am healing my body. I'm being awakened to understanding 
<clears throat> how the foods and our envir- environment affect how our bodies function and operate, the, the frequencies and the vibrations of the foods, even our environment, how all these things play a part in either interfering or supporting our healing. And so after I'm going, after I was awakened in a sense to understanding the world in a slightly different way, and then wanting that old, the old version of me that still was the protector, the defender. It was like, oh my God, I gotta, we gotta save the world in this way. You know, it, it was like, okay, people, people have to know, and oh my God, and and how many other people are like me or worse could be using this type of help. And so I went on this journey of wanting, but then of course I was judging myself as like, well, what do I know? You know, I don't have any. I'm not a doctor. I'm not, you know, I don't, I'm no licensed uh, holistic practitioner. I'm not any of these things. So when I'm coming still from my, the ego and the judgments in that state, it was like, well, I need to go out and learn more things in order Mm -hmm. to help people. And it was through that journey that I went back to school to get licensed as a holistic health practitioner and then heard about the University of Santa Monica, which is where we both went to school and got our master's in spiritual psychology. And so when I went there, it was interesting because when I went there, I was already like so incredibly happy in my life. I mean, obviously, you know, healing from the massive pain. And I mean, it was just in such a joy, but really just seeking more tools to support me and helping others. Mm -hmm. But what was really interesting about coming there is, the way that I started to relate to the journey of life as, as I'm having these experiences as opportunities to heal and to grow and to rediscover my authentic self. And so in the process of doing that and stripping away the ego and for me, most importantly was moving past, the the illusion of suffering. And so what I mean by that is my old conditioned self that was such a defender and protector because of the way that I grew up with my mother and all the challenges and certain things that I went through, it had built a belief system that now as I'm stripping these old judgments and belief systems the way I'm starting to realize there that I went through these challenges as opportunities to grow and to learn mm-hmm. for myself as well as other people. And so in many ways, not, in, not intentionally, but I wasn't holding other people as capable. Yes. By seeing them as somebody who needed help. Mm-hmm. I wasn't honoring them in a sense of where they were at in their journey. And it doesn't mean I can't shine my light as a way to support, but it, but it shifted me not being attached to the outcome and honoring each individual for the place of where they're at and seeing the design and all of that. Yeah, that's a relief when that happens. I, I realized I was also trying to rescue people and that's really saying that something's wrong with them and I have the power to fix them. And that's not really an empowered <clears throat> posture. It doesn't help them and it's not really that great for me either. So yeah, to, to yeah. really just uh, allow people to be where they're at. God's in them too. I know Ron would say that. And it's like, what? God's in them too. They don't need to be rescued. It's like, 
oh no, <laughs> now what do I do? Well, you know, it, it, what was interesting in that is, so where I was going from before of like wanting to use the energy work because I be, my healer became my mentor and taught and trained me the work. and But it shifted that because what I realized is if I were to have just healed, if I were to just fix my body without gaining the lessons, <laughs> well, likely it's going to come back around and show up again. Yes. In order for me to still learn. And so uh, another little analogy I would use is it's like if I break my wrist and I go to the doctors and they put a cast on it and four weeks later, it's better. Well, that's great that it's better. However, if I was having these struggles and challenges while I had the cast because the way I was relating to it, maybe I couldn't write or maybe, you know, what did that mean? So the way that I relate to it now with what I've learned is, is, more importantly than fixing it is shifting the way that I'm relating to it, understanding it's not the issue that's the issue, but it's how I relate to the issue that's the issue. Mm -hmm. How are you with yourself? No longer, are you judging yourself? Are you in a place of acceptance and compassion? That's a big one. Exactly. And sometimes when we feel like we have control over like with a lot of my injuries and things. It's like, I feel like I could, well, I could make myself better. I can find a way if I just get to the other side of that. And I, and, and I realized that I was judging myself in so many ways, because in a way I was saying, once I'm X, Y, and Z, then I'll be good enough. Then I, then I'm worthy. Then I'm whole. And so the real question is, so then what does it mean about me? If I'm, if I don't get X, Y, and Z, what is in my, does that mean I have to settle for less? Does that mean I'm less than? And that's the way I was relating to myself. So I was living with conditional love. Yes. And so often, so my opportunity was really like, well, well what if nothing ever changed? Mm -hmm. How could I move into acceptance and love myself unconditionally? Mm -hmm. What was the answer? It's like, God forbid, if, <laughs> God forbid, if I, you know, it was an accident where I lost my legs. Like how good would it, how much would it serve me to spend the rest of my life trying to figure out how to grow my legs back? Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's it, it it utility. It, it, mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, but as challenging as that is, the sooner someone moves into acceptance of it, mm -hmm. of what is, and then, and then is able to find the blessings and how it can serve them, they can absolutely live a happy and a joyful life. So then why am I going through life frustrated with myself or feeling like, well, once I see, I realized how attached I was at some point to still getting myself back to who I was before right. my accident. Well, you, Danny, were the embodiment again of this masculine man. And I can see clearly that your intentions were incredibly noble about being a good man. And um, when the version of yourself was taken away. It seems like it was very confusing for you and you certainly flailed and you finally came into acceptance. And then I would be very interested in knowing what your past version of a good man is and what your current version of a good man is. That's a great question. Yeah. What is your definition, <laughs> your past you. <laughs> and current definition of a good man? Well, I would, the, the biggest difference I would say is 
so much of what defined me as a good man was the things external of myself, being able to provide for my family, which I hadn't even had yet, <laughs> but so much of my focus was on being in a position to where I would be able to take care of uh, my wife and children and provide for them to have a much better life than I did and not have to go through the challenges that I did. It would be to be successful in my career, to be, to be, you know, playing sports and being active was such a huge part of my life. That was super important to me to obviously I was a cop. So going out and, and protecting and helping people who were, couldn't, take care of themselves or being manipulated or taken advantage of by others to help protect them. Um, that was a lot of those were all, which being a good man, I mean, was so important to me, little things like opening the door for my girlfriend, pumping the gas, carrying the groceries in. I mean, simple things like that, that I was, uh, very challenged with once I was hurt and I couldn't physically do those things. And for me, it was such a challenge to, be to have uh, my girlfriend at the time stuck with mm -hmm. this horrible version of what I thought was a man, you know, she had to now do these things for me. And then the way that I would relate to being, uh, how, how did you word it again? A good, what, a good man? Your, or your a, definition of a good man and, and your past one man. versus your current one. And it seemed you really had to, um, get past some of your shame about because you were no longer be that version of the good man that you wanted to right. be. And you were like ashamed right. of yourself. And, and it seems to me you probably did a little bit of self forgiveness and finally came into acceptance very effectively. Yes. Yes, definitely. And the way that I would relate to it now would be, I don't know, to the way I relate to it now, I don't, I wouldn't even use those terms uh -huh. of like good and man. <laughs> it would be more like a, you know, of a human being and, and, uh -huh. and authentic. And more than anything, it's, it's like loving myself, like learning to accept and love all aspects of myself unconditionally. Mm. And even when I mess up in that, that's something, <laughs> that's something that I'm going to love too. And uh, it's so easy for me to now create a new like way of being, you know, perfect or good. And, and, and I was aware of that even in my own spiritual growth, how I would then judge myself for judging myself. <laughs> it's always yes. funny. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Oh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. That, that downward spiral into the just bowels of anguish. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, the judgment, well, the judgment, the judgment. No better. You know, yeah. And the truth is, it's just like, it's just like, and, and, and that's the beautiful reflection because if I can just, one, be willing to discover my authentic self, which is, pulling the layers back of the condition. Well, this is what I used to, this is what I realized now because I used to always feel like I was authentic. But what I realized is I would call it now is I was a genuine person. I was uh -huh. genuinely authentic to my conditioned self, <laughs> but, but it wasn't <laughs> who I really was. Does that make sense? It wasn't like, oh, who yeah, I you really were genuine. Was. Was a, yeah, you were genuinely yes. you. You weren't a liar or a cheater or a stealer. <laughs> you were genuinely you. Right. But, you're, but the authentic self in my mind is, um, just your empowered love-based self. Yeah. 
Well, and if you couldn't be see, if you couldn't be say or do anything wrong, what would it be in each and every moment? Mm. So even if it would be that I would get upset in that moment, like how can I honor that? And you're right, at a certain degree, as we do that, because see, what I realize is as we honor our authentic self and those moments, and not and, and love it unconditionally, then the natural byproduct is more love. But there's a process of honoring that journey, right, and not making it wrong. Because we've also, I know you come from this perspective of coming to this life with, a, with I mean, people say it in different ways, but with a contract or, or I signed up <laughs> to have certain experiences Payments. Mm-hmm. and to go through certain things, right? So yeah. then sometimes we're, li- sometimes I think, we're living in resistance by not doing some of these things that we might judge as bad or wrong. So in a way, what, what, so I may be just dragging out <laughs> that, that experience that I signed up for, for five, 10 years. I don't know, because I'm living in resistance. So I, I think I would add, as we're talking about this, an element of not living in resistance, yes. whatever that might be, however that might look. Yes, because it may be me just having that experience that my ego, my educated <laughs> ego, my judge is not spiritual or not good or whatever. But it, it may be just an experience that gives that fulfillment in lesson learned, and then I just keep moving on. So there's an element of trust. The new version of me has been about trusting self, meaning my inner voice, and trusting God. Trusting life, trusting God. And, you know, you've talked about this a lot in your past podcast. I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell people where they can listen to that. But um, one of the things that has been vital in my journey, and I, I hear it's vital in yours, is that continual surrender. Surrender to that something greater with the awareness that that something greater loves us and wants to guide us and wants to support us. And um, if we're too busy in our head and our ego trying to make things look and be a certain way, we're really missing the opportunity to have this extremely glorious, grace-filled, miraculous experience where there's surprises and adventures and gifts waiting for us. And I'm so grateful I was hit upside the head with a couple of bricks so that I could be ushered down this (laughs) other path. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what a different world it is. And I'm so grateful. And it takes what it takes to break us open to get us to, you know, I guess, partner with that uh, something greater and make love our priority. Right. The collaboration. And yes. I hear you with those bricks because I'm super stubborn, the old version of me. So <laughs> I realize I look back now and I see, oh yeah, all these opportunities to learn those things came around a million times, but you were pretty strong. Disca- you were pretty stoic. It was this- <laughs> But in a way, I disguised it as like resilience, and and yes. <laughs> you know, I kept pushing through, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and it had to finally the universe had to get loud enough to do what it did to me, and then all the many years following it for me, for me, and that doesn't mean that that's what it takes for each person. I mean, like I said, I I was stubborn, so it took me longer, <laughs> but I I like to yeah, say I finally learned enough. Yeah, God throws a couple stones, bricks, and then you get a brick wall. And you got a few brick walls. <laughs> That's funny you say that, because I, I joke around about, yeah, it's just in my accident with us. I always say, think about, like, driving down a freeway and then hitting a brick wall going 70 miles an hour while you're halfway hanging out of a car. 
You literally That's did exactly. that. <laughs> yeah. That was a light bulb. Yeah. So yeah. I, took, <laughs> I took the metaphor very literally. You really did. So, Danny, we just have a couple of minutes left here. I can't believe how fast this went. I'm going to want you back because I just love your energy. I love your messages. I love your wisdom. But you have your own podcast as well. So if my listeners are hanging out going, I want more of Danny McFarland, how can they find you? Well, they can search for us on iTunes, Spotify, almost all platforms, conversations with friends, inspirational stories from hurt to happiness. And uh, and you can also go to cwftalk.com at cwf, as in conversations with friends, talk.com. And you can find out more there. You can follow me on Instagram at the Danny McFarland. The Danny McFarland. So we just have like a minute left here, Danny. Do you have any final words of wisdom or message you'd like to share with the people that have been hanging out with us? Oh, I just thank you guys for listening and just. Really, folk, I really believe at the root of what we're here to do is just to move into acceptance and unconditional love of all aspects of us. Mm. And, and what I mean, imagine that, imagine doing that. I mean, that's just the journey on a very simplistic way. And then obviously, the outside world is a reflection of our inner reality. So, in doing that work with ourselves, that becomes reflected out in how we relate and associate with everything else in life that we're working with. Our lives become a beautiful reflection of our inner state. And we also bring in more light and healing to the world. We can witness it without being um, so um, hurt by it. So I just love that message, Danny, that is boiling it down to brass tacks. And I adore you and I appreciate you immensely. And to my friends and my listeners, my soul siblings, thank you for allowing journey to center empower radio to be a part of your day i'm so blessed by your energetic presence in my life be in touch with me tammybphd.com find me on instagram journey to center on facebook just know that you're my heart and my prayers god bless you take good gentle care of yourself onward and upward bye for now